March has arrived and we are only weeks away from the big tournament. Yes, that tournament. Make sure to head to Bet Online and open an account today to get in on their $100,000 Bracket Madness contest starting March 15th. And remember, the NBA and XFL are still going strong, so whatever your passion is, Bet Online is the place to be for all your betting needs. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner Bet Online to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for free. And make sure to use that promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, for your 50% sign-up bonus. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Thank you very much to Bet Online for sponsoring this week's podcast, in which Drew tells me the story of one of Iran's best to ever do it. He's doing it so hard. I'm <laughs> uncomfortable with it, but you know what? We're going to go with it. Buckle up. This is Deadball Brothers. Welcome to Deadball Brothers, a weekly podcast about soccer and history with a healthy, healthy, no coronavirus dose of stupidity. Brought to you this week by Bet Online and Untuck It. Oh man, you just had to throw a coronavirus in there. It's topical. It really is. It's the uh, it's the hot button issue of the day. It's not great. It's it, well, no, it's not great. Especially in the country that we're going to be talking about today. That is very true. It is, is one of sad. the largest outside of China. Yeah. Not the largest outside of China, because I believe Italy and South, South Korea, Korea are yeah. both above it. But yeah. stay safe out there. Stay healthy. Wash your hands. Uh, wash your face. Don't be kissing anybody. Yeah. Keep a, keep a nice distance from... Kiss absolutely no one. <laughs> this no is smooching. A, this, is a, this is an issue for me and Drew and our marriages, but we are willing to make those sacrifices to stay, stay yes, healthy. You got it. You have to. I mean, it's just the small duty that each citizen is responsible for. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just kind of how it is. I'm, we- I'm everybody's least favorite athletic writer, Adam Whitaker Snavely, joined as always by my real-life brother, Drew Snavely, and all I have to say is that I don't even know. I, I'm just still riding a high from earlier because... Scott McTominay! Manchester United put the game away McTominay with against a, Manchester with a City. Dinky-looking two-bounce goal. Winning the Manchester 50. Derby. <laughs> oh, man. It was so awesome to watch. I said to some, some friends that this is the most fun that I've had watching a game in, in a while. I believe that. It was, it was a really good time. That makes sense to me. Great great shown by the lads. And we came away with W. Yeah. Only three points off of Champions League spot. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, only three points behind Chelsea. Right there. Bruno only Fernandez still. Five points behind Leicester in third? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Pretty, pretty good run of form you guys have managed to put together. I think seven points. No, it's more than seven points. Uh, Arsenal are still in ninth. <laughs> Arsenal are still in ninth. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, just, a, just a little note for all the Arsenal fans yeah, yeah, out there. I guess you didn't know. It, it's, been, it's been a good weekend. It, they're still in ninth, but it's still uh, it's been a good couple weeks just because Liverpool lost. And so it's like, ah, we're still the best to ever do it kind of thing. Manchester United haven't lost in a while, which... That's weird. It's a very weird it's, thing to say. It's a very odd situation for it's, you to be in. It's been a weird season. Yeah. A really weird season. Mm-hmm. Lots of uh, lots of downs. A lot of downs. It's just been like 
it seems like every team has been determined to be not as good as they should be. Yeah. Like all over the place. It's just a weird somehow, yeah, season in somehow general. simultaneously, yeah. except for Sheffield. Sheffield has been great yep. and Liverpool has been great. Leicester has been very good. Lately they have fallen off. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. It is what it is. Borussia Dortmund's in second. Hey. No big deal. Look at that. It's fine. Just whatever. last week they were in like fourth. Yeah. So it's whatever. Up the what are, what are the what is Dortmund? What is it? Are they like a mascot? Do they have a mascot or Not something? Really. No. Their their big thing is Asia B B B. Okay. Which is like their their thing. Like yeah. a, a an Ekliba. Yeah. Which means true love. Because you can say up the devils. Yeah, you don't you don't really say up the up anything with Up the, the Red Devils. They don't really have a they don't really have a, a mascot or a a symbol that you can just call out. Like, yeah. Devils or yeah. cherries. Just lots of letters and numbers. The blues. I suppose you could say yellows, but... The bees. No. <laughs> like Even though their mascot is a bee. Like, you could probably say Oh, that. it is? Yeah, it is. Oh. Like, they, they, they do have bee imagery. Is the weird thing about um, Watford is that... They're the hornets. They're the hornets, but they're... Their crest is a moose. It's a moose. Like, that's so... Maybe that's an episode for us at one know, point yeah. in time. That might be I an guess episode we, for us. I don't really know why that is. Uh, like we could that. look into that. I, I guess, we, I'm not I guess sure. we should. Yeah. Drew, you got a story for us. I do have a story for us today. And it is taking place in Iran for most of the story. Um, and that doesn't have anything to do with the coronavirus. It just... Just happens to be the case. Just happens to be the case. that Absolutely. This is where this player hails from and played a lot of his playing career, yeah. national team, stuff like that, with her on. So this guy scored a lot of international goals for for Iran and their national team. Uh, if you look at the list of top scorers for men's international soccer, you see a lot of familiar names like Puskas, Pele, Messi, Messi. Messi. <laughs> Messi. I love you, Messi. And so on. I, I know Carlos Ruiz is up there. Yeah, you got... El Pescadito. You got a lot of a lot of players on there that you LA recognize. LA Galaxy legend. CONCACAF legend. Where is he from? Carlos Ruiz. Uh, he is from El Salvador oh, or Guatemala. Okay. He, uh, dang it. Now I'm really, really disappointed in myself. It's a, it's okay. I should I should know. No, Cl- Clint no, Dempsey and, and Landon Donovan Guatemala. are on the list. Um, they're, they're I mean like relatively high up the list. Decently both, high, both over yeah. fifty goals. Absolutely. Uh, there's only actually one Mexican international that scored over fifty goals, which is surprising to Chicharito. me. Chicharito. Chicha. Yeah. <laughs> LA Galaxy. LA Galaxy. Possibly soon to be led. He hasn't still hasn't scored. He hasn't scored yet. They've only no. played two games. I was going to say, he's on my fantasy <laughs> team and he hasn't done anything for me. He hasn't done me. crap for me. Yeah. Join the Double Brothers Fam Jam MLS <laughs> Fantasy League. Anyways, if you look at the list, you see those familiar names, but the person at the top of the list, you probably won't recognize or might not recognize oh, yeah. unless it's something that you've researched before. Or Let's just get it. A bar trivia fact that you know. So... This player also happens to be the only man to score over 100 international goals with 109. There have been several women who have scored more than 109 goals. Yeah, uh, but I there's was, only I would, been I would one like guy to, to do it. I would like to point out that we are talking about the the highest scoring male international yeah, yeah, yeah. player, uh, which is I, not the highest scoring international yes, player. Christine Sinclair. Christine Sinclair is the highest. Abby Wambach's number, number two. two. 
Christine Sinclair just passed her. Yeah. So Christine Sinclair is good as crap. Yeah, she's she's been playing for a while too. So when mm-hmm. you have those those like two the, things, it's the perfect storm. Good as crap and playing for a long time <laughs> equals wow, a butt ton of goals. Uh, gosh. So this man who is leading all other men yes. in international scoring. His name... Broso, as I like to call it. <laughs> That's not my joke, but... <laughs> is Ali Dai, whom hails from... I'm going to get this. Get it. Ardabil, Iran. Did so, you actually look up how to pronounce it? I did. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I know. High five. I mean, We're, I'm, I'm, I'm sure my uh, Iranian accent is not there. Not there. But also, professionalism, we're bringing it today. Hey, we're, we're trying. I'm it must, doing the bare minimum. It must be said, I also looked up how to pronounce a couple of things today. <laughs> so, absolutely go nuts, audience. Ali Dai was born in the great year of 1969, which doesn't have nice. much significant to this story other than... It being a very nice year to be born. Yeah, super nice. Super nice. Yeah, we're idiots. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> he spent his youth career playing for his local club. Local club. Um, now this one is another hard pronunciation, but I, I think I I'm got guessing it. there's going to be a lot of a lot of Iranian names and words that are going to be difficult for you, and I just understand it. Yes, and I hope the listeners understand as well. Mm-hmm. Eskalal Ardabil. Okay. And would eventually make his senior debut with the club, as well as only playing one. Well, he would only play one senior season with, oh, the, okay, with that club. Yeah. So he worked his way up through through the youth ranks, and it's like, let me get my professional debut, and then I'm a GTF. And then yeah, then he he got out. Well, it was a pattern that he would soon be accustomed to, uh, and you'd see it a lot more oh. throughout his playing time, like a little Zlatan. <laughs> yes, exactly. At his next club, Taxarani, or Tasharani. Sure, uh, one of the two. One of the two. He only spent another season, um, but he scored 14 goals in 20 appearances. So, I mean, it's pretty, it's a pretty good scoring line. Uh, and in yeah. 1990, he moved to Bank Tahara, mm-hmm. um, where he stayed for four seasons, which was actually one of the lengthiest days of his entire career. Nice. The weird thing is that through those four seasons, Ali Dai only made 46 appearances with the club, but he was averaging a goal every other game. So That uh, is a, a weird set of things to say all in one sentence. Yeah. Longest stint of career, four years, only 46 appearances, yeah. but he was scoring a goal every other game, which like, is a very good rate. Why is he, why isn't he playing more yeah it's 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 very strange so in 1993 while he was still at at this club bank to Herat, um he made his international debut with iran yeah um which included the afc qualifiers uh-huh. asian football confederation yes football meaning soccer meaning soccer in, in this situation situation yeah and uh um, it was qualifiers for the 1994 World Cup. The good old U.S. of A, baby. <laughs> World Cup 94. Hell yeah. What a great year. <laughs> Iran made it to the final round of qualifying where they were eventually eliminated. Right. But that was after Dai racked up 
his first seven goals with the national team, Damn. including game winners against Japan and North Korea. That's so, pretty dang good. Yeah, it's. I mean, he definitely scored goals against lesser right competition. Yes. But, Who amongst us has not scored yes, goals against lesser exactly. competition? Everybody has done it, and everybody that's on that the list. United States to Mexico or in Concacaf. I know. You know, even if you're in Europe, you have to play the Faroe Islands once every four years or so, something like that. Like, yeah, figure it out. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In 1994, Ali Dai moved to Perso- Persopolis. Persopolis. Greece? Um, no, it's actually another Iranian club. Okay, it's it just sounds hella Greek. Pers- Persepolis? It sounds... It, it, yeah. Yeah. It sounds like uh, the, the person, that, like everybody there is named Nick. I'm probably botching the pronunciation, but still. Possibly. But it sounds super Greek. Yeah, it really does. He only stayed for a couple seasons... And again, made very few appearances. Only 38 appearances. What is going on with this? But he scored 23 goals in those appearances. I'm like, now I want to dig into like the mystery of him and why he doesn't appear so often. (laughs) So the theory is that he just put his all into the Iranian national team. And so he was like always like constantly training for them. And so like I'm going to continue to list off like the amount of goals that he scored with the Iranian national team. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he's got 109 goals. That's a lot of goals. The highest ever yeah. for any man. And so it's just important to, mm-hmm. to go through that. And so that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. <laughs> please, please. So moving forward to the 96 Asian Cup, um, Ali Dai scored 12 in qualifying and 8 in the, the final tournament. Yeah, dude, he's just banging them in for Iran. Like, just banging them in. Um, like, just... Screw my club. <laughs> Absolutely. I kind of respect it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of like, I'm a man who knows what I want. And what <laughs> I want is to just score goals for my country yeah. and then collect a paycheck anywhere I mean, else I go. It really, it's true. Iran finished third place in the Asian Cup that year, and Dai won the Golden Boot. Although, I don't know if they actually gave him the Golden Boot, but he was the tournament's top scorer. Gotcha. So... By modern standards, he would have been given... By modern standards, golden boot winner. A golden boot. Yeah. <laughs> the 96-97 season saw Dai move to Qatar with Al-Sad. Where... Qatar, actually. Oh. Qatar. Is Qatar. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Why do we always say Qatar? I think it... I don't know why. I think it was probably just like people mispronouncing it on the news originally. It's and... like Iran. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, Iran. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I guess very similar. Yeah. Uh, also Iraq. Yes. <laughs> which is also not how you say Iraq. Iraq. Yeah. 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 So yes, that's how. Okay. So he was in Qatar, uh, with with Al Saad, uh, where he only had sixteen appearances throughout the season. Isn't that where Iniesta plays now? Maybe. I don't know. I definitely think that like a giant star has or two has gone to Al Saad at some point. In those 16 appearances, he scored 10 goals. So, I mean, like, this dude, he scores at a very high clip when he yeah, does play. Yeah. It's just he's not playing often for his club. Uh-huh. Yeah, like at all. <laughs> like a little pocket rocket. <laughs> You're not going to give much mileage yeah, out of me, but I'm yeah. going to go fast. After that season in Qatar, uh, 1997, and a very strong start to his young career, Ali Dai made a move that only a couple players from Iran had made before. He was taking his goal-scoring talents to the Bundesliga. 
Thank you for listening for today's podcast, and we are going to get right back into the story of Iran's greatest ever goal scorer. But right now, we would just like to take the opportunity to say thank you to the people that are presenting today's podcast. Untuck it. Ever wonder why traditional button-ups look so long and baggy? That's because they were never meant to be worn that way. Untuck it shirts were specifically designed to be worn untucked. No matter your size or shape, their shirts are always going to be the perfect untucked length. More than 50 fit combinations, Untuck It shirts look great on tall, short, slim, and athletic guys of all ages. And don't just take my word for it. Try Untuck It for yourself. Visit UntuckIt.com and use code BLUEWIRE for 20% off your first order. They even offer free shipping and returns on all orders in the United States. That's Untuckit, U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T.com and promo code BLUEWIRE for 20% off your first order. And as always, we really want to thank you guys for listening to the episode. And if you want to continue to help us and uh, help us grow as we continue to grow with listeners and with Blue Wire, um, our channel, our, our network that we are a part of, you can always drop us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That helps a lot, um, especially the specifically the reviews. It helps us bump up in the algorithm and more eyes get to see on us and if you want to support us financially a little bit you could always buy merch we do have a teespring store with various t-shirts long sleeve t-shirts and sweatshirt options uh and a few designs featuring some of the classic dead ball brothers logo things that we have made in the past um and those links will be in the description below so if you feel so inclined please go ahead you can check out on tuck it you can check out our teespring store all those things are going to be on links in the descriptions below but right now we're going to get back to story time and drew Welcome back to the podcast. Drew's just telling us all about Ali Dai and how he's one of Iranians, uh, Iranians. I was about to say Iranians. He's one of Iran's greatest ever goal scorers. And he was just on his way to Germany? Yeah, he was on his way to the Bundesliga. It's 1997-98 season, and he signs with Armenia Bielfeld. Sure. Which... You did not look up how to pronounce. I did not look up how to pronounce. You asked me right before this, and I said, mm, hard do not know, I'm going to guess this, and we'll see how that goes. They're currently in the two Bundesliga, but at the time they were in the premier division, the Bundesliga. Also, 1997, uh, notable because Borussia Dortmund won the Champions League, and uh, American legend Jovan Karofsky was in their squad at the time. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Fun little fact. He wasn't a legend. He a read, little. He he rode pine slash didn't make benches Ooh, for for Borussia Dortmund and yeah. then played for the Galaxy. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of a legend. He played for the United States. I don't know. He was just a fine. He's a good player. Whatever. Yeah. He was fine. Well, anyways, with Armenia Bielfeld, Ali Dai made only twenty five appearances with the club in the one season. Part for the was course, there. my friend. <laughs> but he scored seven goals, which is about a goal every third game, which isn't great for a striker but also not terrible and especially not terrible when you're stepping up to the definite higher quality league yeah you spent a lot of time in iran Mm -hmm. some time in Qatar, and now you're in the bundesliga that's a definite that's 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 more than a step that's several steps up it takes some time to adjust yeah definitely 
a big reason why he only made 25 appearances was before and during the 1997-1998 Bundesliga season, Dai and Iran had to worry about 1998 World Cup qualifying. Ah. So this time around for World Cup... We all, we all know where Dai's oh, yeah. heart is at. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so this over club, baby. Yeah, so, <laughs> this time around, Dai scored nine goals, helping Iran finish second in their group. After losing a playoff to Japan for an automatic World Cup berth from the AFC... Yes. Um, they actually got another chance to make the World Cup with a playoff against Oceania, uh, right? Confederation champion. Yes. Who was Australia? Predictably so. Predictably so. Yeah. Until Australia started qualifying with Asia. Yes. Which they do now. Which they do now. Um, they actually defeated Australia on away goals. It was two legs and. They drew the first leg in Iran, 1-1. They had to come from behind to tie up Australia 2-2, but since they got those two away goals, mm-hmm. they advanced to the World Cup. So first time that Ali Dai gets to go to the World Cup. He actually didn't qual- He didn't score um, against Australia. He did score against Japan in their first uh, playoff. Gotcha. Yep. They ended up losing it, so yeah. You still score, but it doesn't it doesn't feel quite as sweet. Yes. You know. So in the ninety eight World Cup, Ali Dai actually didn't score there either. No. Which is kinda sad. Dang it. He was they uh Iran was drawn into a group with Germany and Yugoslavia. Oh god. So okay, I yeah. mean yeah. that right there is terrible. It tracks. But Makes Iran sense. did manage to finish in third place, Aww. one spot above the only team that they beat at the World Cup. The United States of America. USMA, <laughs> I do recall that we did finish in last place in that tournament. Very, very dead last. A 2-1 defeat to the hands of Iran. Um, Ali Dai didn't score there, like I said, mm-hmm. but he captained the team and he played a part. Yeah. I mean, he was he was playing 90 minutes. So I mean he was he was their guy. Yeah. He just didn't come through. He just didn't he just didn't score a goal. He didn't need to. There's more than goals. There's the game there's more than and for example, nutmegs are more important than yes, goals. Exactly. Everybody knows this. And I couldn't find statistics on how many nutmegs he had. That's but unfortunate. But I'm sure. understandable. I was looking up highlights because they're I mean, it's not too long ago. Like twenty no. ish no, years not, not ago. Yeah. Um he scored a lot of bangers. Like yeah, dude. It wasn't like crappy, gritty goals. Like he was scoring, like dude, top cheddar. Yeah, top cheddar. Top cheddar, dude. Is that a thing? Yeah, top ched. Top. I've I've never heard top ched in my life. How is that? I don't. I just I'm so confused as to what it's supposed to mean. I I don't know. Outside of it, just being generally good. I'm pretty sure it's a thing. Maybe okay. it was just a thing with me. And my friends. Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> but now... If any of Drew's friends can confirm or deny that Top Shed is a thing outside of your friend group, please respond. I'm about ready to call him Matt Brahoody. Yeah. Let's see. Did Matt, we, we said this, right? <laughs> at at Matty McSwag Swag. We need you. <laughs> we absolutely need you. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, after the World Cup in 98, Ali Dai actually moved to the best team in Germany. Let's get it. He moved to Bayern Munich. Heck yeah, he did. Which is 
crazy. Yes. I mean, like, a guy from extremely humble origins. Uh-huh. Like, eventually making his way to the best team in the Bundesliga. And doing it by never being a consistent, like, player for any club for team. For any that club, he yeah. And only spending, like, a season there, scoring a handful of goals and being like, all right, He peace. scored, like, seven goals and Bayern was like, you know what? This guy. <laughs> we want this guy. The one season that he spent with Bayern Munich. Uh-huh. Scored six goals yep. in 23 appearances, yep. <laughs> which checks out. But he did manage to win the Bundesliga that year. Uh, of which course is he did. Very exciting. Well, winner's medal. Made it to the UEFA Champions League final, mm-hmm. losing to Manchester United. Okay. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah. Nailed it. Drew with the words. Banging that treble into so many faces. I don't know. I'm uncomfortable with the terminology yeah. we're using here. I'm just saying words right now. I, you really are. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh, but I mean, like he. I mean, that's that's huge. Being able to win the Bundesliga, go into the Champions League final. I mean, that's that's pretty exciting. That's a pretty big deal. A pretty big deal. Even if you're riding pine or True. injured or just to be able to say I was a part of this. He yeah. was on the bench for the Champions League final. He didn't get used, but he was still there. Drew, I, 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 you should know as a prominent bench member of Bath Haverling's high school soccer team, I still felt very much a part of all the sectional championships that we won. Hey, if you're there, you're a part. I mean, you're a part of the team. I also played. I also played in both finals that yeah. I was in. So, so hey, hey, I played. You contributed. Doctor Freddie Thomas. Doctor Freddie Thomas. Put the moves on. Oh man. <laughs> so, anyways. Like I said, after a season, Dai was on the move again. This time to Hertha Berlin. Hertha. Hertha. Yep. Thank you. You're welcome. So third Bundesliga team in the span of three Three years. years. (laughs) (laughs) Math. (laughs) Uh, He actually spent three seasons with Hertha. Look at that. So, I mean, he he was there for a while. But in the three seasons that he was there, he only appeared 59 uh-huh, times. Uh-huh. Yep. Which checks out. Checks out. <laughs> and how many goals did he score, Drew? Okay, so this is probably the least oh. uh, impressive haul of any stop, which okay. is unfortunate. He only scored six times over the three seasons, which is not great. But he was there for three full seasons. Why is it that all the times he gets on a team for more than a season is when he stops scoring so many goals for them? Well, here's like the he's thing. He's trying for this. Over the same span that he was at Hertha Berlin, he Iran scored had 32 yep. international goals with Iran. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I, it was Asian Cup, World Cup qualifiers, and other just international friendlies. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, he wasn't doing great for Hertha, but... He was doing great for Iran and said, I mean, that was good enough. It's kind of like Josie Altador when he first moved to Sunderland. He had, like, that stretch of time where he was just, like, scoring goals left and right for the U.S. Yeah. He scored, he had, like, a hat trick against Bosnia. Yeah. And he couldn't do anything, anything. for Sunderland. Yeah. Absolutely not. That was so sad. Sunderland, the birthplace of Gio Reyna. <laughs> Shouts to you. Shouts to Gio. Actually, he did have a pretty good game, one specific game that stood out with Hertha. In the UCL, UEFA Champions League, against Chelsea, he scored a brace in a 2-1 victory. Yeah. So, I mean, grabbing a couple goals in Champions League, throw it on the resume. Telling Chelsea to suck it, which you appreciate. Which is awesome. I mean, I'm 
I'm very supportive. I'm very pro Ali Dai. Pro anti Chelsea. And anti Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on from Hertha Berlin in 2002, he left Germany completely to go to Dubai to p- to play for Al Shabab. Oh heck yeah! At Al Shabab, he only appeared 21 times, mm-hmm. scoring 11 goals. Yep, much better. A much better rate. Definitely. A much better rate. Um, and after that season, he's like, you know what? It's time to move on. We out. Let's get out of here. I just appreciate how all of these clubs are like subsidizing Iran's national team. Basically, yes. they're all just paying for Iran's national team to be good. That's all they're doing when they buy this guy. <laughs> yes. Yes, absolutely. So the next club that he goes to is Persepolis, which where he was A before. A previous stop, yes. In Iran, not Greece. Not in Greece. Not, <laughs> definitely not in Greece. Um, and so this is 2003. He only had 21 appearances, but this was a year that was very important because he passed Puskas with 84 international goals to have most all-time for men. Yeah. So that's 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 a pretty important thing. Also probably at the time for women. I don't know. Michelle Makers might have had him at that point. 2003? Yeah. Yeah, maybe so. Probably. I, I was just I was just thinking about like just because like women's international soccer was still relatively young. Yeah. They had only had one Two World Cups. I think Mia Hamm was up there too. Possibly so. At the time. I think Michelle Aker scored more than Mia Hamm, but I could be wrong. I think Mia Hamm is like fourth or fifth on on the women's list. That that would that um, tracks. She she scored over a hundred and nine goals. Mm-hmm. Um for sure. I think she's like she was at a hundred and she she was there. A hundred in the teens, maybe in the twenties. Oh, Mia Hamm is number three. Number three. Oh, look at that. Hey. And wow. Okay, I was just I was just wrong. Michelle Akers is all the way down at number eight. Wow, dude, that's embarrassing. Christine Lilly also. Yes. Yeah. And Carly Lloyd. Look at all these people. And Marta. Yeah, lots of U.S. women. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing that they've been able to be so successful. And Marta. Shouts to you, International Women's Day. Shouts to Marta. Shouts to Marta. Too. Shouts yeah. to Brazil. Love you. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh. So, Dai would go on to spend his last three club seasons in his typical fashion. Yes. With, As is his way. Yes. At two clubs with 77 appearances mm-hmm. and 33 goals. Yep. So, all, this, all this makes sense to me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Over the span of his career, I already said he would go on to spend, or to score 109 goals total for Iran. And even be a part of their 2006 World Cup squad at the age of 36. Woo! So he scored five goals for them in World Cup qualifying mm-hmm. for that year. Uh, and he was, of course, captain for Iran once again. Right. They weren't going to... At a certain point, it's just like tattooed on your arm. Like, you, you can't take it off. Oh, yeah, yeah, You just can't. Definitely. Obviously not. Yeah. You, I mean, this is your this is the highest goal scorer for men in the world. Right. Let alone Iran, who didn't have another like prolific goal scorer yeah. like him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, but he's still way past his prime. There was a little uh, criticism for including him in the squad. 
people thought he was too old. They thought he was too old. Thought he was past it. Yeah, they, they didn't think that he deserved to be in the team. But Did he make him look like some idiots? He actually didn't score in oh, the World Cup. Dang, they qualified, they and, and he well, scored those. Good. He scored those five goals to help them in qualifying. Oh, that's a big deal. Um, and he played ninety minutes in each match that Iran played, but they only managed to draw one game, and then they lost the other two, finishing last in their group. Yike! So, not great, but I mean, at least it's like nice to go out. Yeah, like with your head up. You got to play in the World Cup. Certainly, still tough to do going out with dignity yeah so he retired in 2007 and his coaching career followed a very similar path (laughs) as as his playing career (laughs) was he scoring goals (laughs) no he wasn't scoring goals he was done scoring goals but since he retired in 2007 Ali Dahi has coached 10 different (laughs) teams or he's had ten different coaching positions. He he scored. Uh, he's he's coached one team twice. Yep. Um, so over the last twelve years, ten different coaching positions, mm-hmm. which is very on brand for him. Yep, totally. Including a brief stint with the Iranian national team from two thousand eight to two thousand nine. Hey. I'm assuming it didn't go great because yeah, it lasted from two thousand eight to two thousand nine. But maybe it was just like, all right, time to move on. I've been here for a year. Uh, Maybe. 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 I don't know. I feel like he seems like the type of person that was like, oh, yeah, I want to coach. I'm going to get to coach the Iranian national team. Yeah. That's my only job ever. And then they fired him. Yes. When you put his club goal tally next to his international goal tally, it's almost exactly the same. He only Which scored. Which is hilarious because you play so few international games. Yes. He only scored 112 club goals. <laughs> I, I say only. Like, that's still a really good amount of, of club yes, goals. Yes, yes, but... But he scored 109 goals with just Iran in, like, friendlies and qualifiers and stuff like that. Yeah, there's whatever. There's, there's what, like, anywhere from, like, 10 to 20 international games a season, depending yeah. on the year. Yeah. And for your club team, especially if your club team is in, like, cup competition and stuff like that, there's, like... 40 or 50 or something like that a year. Yeah. It's it's not a lot. So the the breakdown for his international goals, 36 were scored in World Cup qualifying, 27 were in friendlies, 23 were in Asian Cup qualifying, 14 in the Asian Cup finals, and 9 in the Asian games. Dang. All these competitive goals too. It's not like yeah. he's racking them up in friendlies yeah, or anything. Yeah, I mean I mean he scored 27 in friendlies, but the vast majority were in like actual competition tournaments and stuff nice. like that. Yeah, unfortunately, he never managed to score in the World Cup, but he got a couple in in the UEFA Champions League. This and is true. Spent five seasons in Germany playing with mm-hmm. one of the best teams to ever exist. One of the best to ever do it. Yeah, and so still to this day, he's regarded as the best player to ever play for Iran. So. Well, certainly for Iran. <laughs> definitely for <laughs> Maybe Iran. Maybe not for his clubs, but definitely for Iran. <laughs> yeah. So it was actually, it was, it was kind of funny. He had a teammate when he moved to Germany, I believe, that also moved to Germany as well with him. Like okay. they went together. Right. And so I think there was one other person that, one other Iranian who played in Germany before them, but they were like the first three. Mm, uh-huh. to, to play in the Bundesliga. I was honestly expecting him to be the first one ever. Just because, 
Um, that would make it would it would seem to make sense. But I mean, he Iran was, isn't a traditional hotbed of talent. He was like a one one year off from being the first. <laughs> yeah, so. makes sense. But yeah, that's the story of Ali Dai. Nice. Uh, Iranian men's national team legend. I love just diving into stories that are like, let's talk about a country you probably know next to nothing about. Yeah. Outside of what you know that like U.S. media has told you about Iran. Yeah. It was fun to dig into and like know that he played a part in the defeat of, of the, United, the United States the United in States. the World Cup um, in 98. <laughs> there is, do you know, there is actually one American, to my knowledge, just one, who plays for Iran's national team. I oh, don't really? think he's done it in a little bit, but he has several caps for them. Stephen Betashore. Oh, very cool. He's played in MLS for basically his entire career. His parents are from Iran. I'm pretty nice. sure he was born in the States. And he was in like a couple of US youth national teams. And then uh, Iran was like, hey, you want to come play for us? And he was like, well, I'm not getting team team call-ups and I could play in a World Cup. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> Sounds like a do plan it. to yeah. me. That's awesome. It's kind of a similar thing to, I mean, not the World Cup part, but it's a similar thing to uh, Justin Miram. He used to play for the Crew and Atlanta United. Now he plays for Rail Salt Lake. Gotcha. But he plays for Iraq. Oh, cool. International. Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. Middle East representing. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, that's it. That's the story. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Drew, for the story of Ali, Al, Ali Dai. Yes. And thank you to all of you listeners for listening to us. As always, it really helps us out if you drop us a rating and or a review if you feel so inclined. And we would really, really love to have you. Um, and also, as always, you can follow us on all of our social media pages. At Deadball Pod on Twitter, uh, at Deadball Pod on Instagram, Deadball Brothers, or Deadball Pod at gmail.com. Uh, for our email accounts, uh, Deadball Brothers on Facebook. If you want to follow our network on Twitter at Blue Wire Podcasts, you can. All these things are oh. open and available to you. The world is your oyster, and you can do whatever you want. Yes, just but, know that you could get in trouble yeah. for trying to do. And if things you that don't leave us a five star review, we'll get you in trouble yes with these hands <laughs> i know God. this is an audio only format but i'm clenching my fists and gritting my teeth at you right now but you're leave you are, us a review you are definitely one of the least threatening people like just based off of appearance it's like if i really? if, if i passed you on the street i'd be like i'm not really scared of this guy a lot of people have told me that they were like oh i was kind of scary when that when they first met them i'm probably biased because we you know like me. Grew up wrestling and yeah, you know wrestling. me. You know me, and you know that I am just like a, <laughs> the opposite of a confrontational person. Yes, yes absolutely. <laughs> oh oh my gosh. Thank you so much for listening. As always, my name is Adam Whitaker Snavely, and I'm Drew, and we will see you guys very, very soon. Bye now. <laughs>